Well, first of all, um, hold on here. Are we good? All right. Uh, yeah, so first of all, just, um, you know, on behalf of the team, um, pass along our condolences to um, Travis Roy's family. Uh, you know, he's been such a great inspirational story to all of us um, in this, well, nationally, but certainly in this, in this area and, you know, his positive outlook and um, the way he, you know, handled his, you know, the difficult situation is just, you know, incredible. Um, and glad I had an opportunity to, you know, interact um, a little bit with, with him and his foundation. And um, so just, you know, it's a, a sad, a sad day for, you know, a kid that, you know, went through so much and, um, you know, handled it, you know, in, in an incredibly positive way. Uh, so, um, you know, otherwise here we're, uh, you know, we're, we're pushing along, uh, through the week and, uh, hopefully have a good day to kind of clean a few things up here, um, handle some situational, uh, situational football things and, uh, you know, be ready to go on Sunday up in Buffalo. So, I'm looking forward to it and getting back into the division. Uh, it's a team that we, you know, know pretty well, but there's certainly some new things this year. Um, and as I said, try to try to get a few loose ends cleaned up here today and, and be ready to go on Sunday afternoon. Bill, how, how did you first become connected with Travis Roy and his foundation? And what were those experiences um, like for you, if you could expound upon that? Uh, well, I mean, you know, I was, was here um, and, you know, we supported their foundation. And, uh, you know, again, I would say it's just, you know, not a lot of direct interaction. Um, our family has some connections with the foundation as well. Um, so just, you know, we've been supportive as, as everybody has in, in this area. And, uh, again, just a lot of admiration and respect for, um, for Travis and, and what he did and, you know, his approach to life. It sounds like, sounds like we don't have too many questions. So I've just had one other one, if that's okay. You, you guys look a little possibly short at receiver just with some injury situation. So I wanted to ask you about a couple of young guys. Um, Zuber, we've seen a little bit in games. Uh, what, what have you sort of learned about him um, since he, you know, you got him as undrafted and then also uh, Wilkerson and Kinsey on the practice squad who we don't get too much of a look at, um, you know, cause we don't, we're not obviously there for the full practices. Uh, right. Well, they, um, you know, as you said, they're, they're all young players, um, working hard, learning, getting better. And, you know, we'll see there's, there may be an opportunity here. Uh, we'll see how things shake out uh, as we go through the next couple of days and so forth. But, um, you know, we'll, we work with all the, you know, all the players that work with the young players, the guys that are on the roster, guys that are on the practice squad. Uh, as you said, Zuber's been up uh, for some games this year. Um, but, you know, I'd say all those guys are, um, you know, have good qualities to work with. We brought Mason back. 
um, he was here, and then uh, we had some roster things and had to had to shuffle around, but got him back. Glad we have him back, and so we'll we'll keep working. If they get an opportunity, then you know, hope they're ready to take advantage of it. On on Zuber on Zuber specifically, what what is he sort of? What are some of his special attributes that have allowed him to you know be a call up and get some action uh, and make some positive plays that we've seen? Yeah. Well, I mean, he has the most experience of those players that you mentioned uh, from being here in training camp and, and um, you know, having a, a better background and, you know, understanding of what we're doing. But um, I don't, Wilkerson and Kinsey, have, you know, they've, they've been here for a while too, so they're certainly gaining on that. And, um, you know, Zuber's got good skill. I mean, he's got good size, runs well, catches well. You know, he's made some plays with the ball in his hands. Um, so... You know, we'll see. Uh, next question, Phil Perry, followed by Chris Ryan. Phil, I think you're muted. We'll go to Chris. We'll come back to Phil Perry. We'll go to Chris Ryan, followed by Ben Bowen. Hey, Bill. Good morning. Hey, Chris. I had a question. Uh, I had a question about uh, Josh Allen, and what are you seeing from him in terms of decision making this year, as compared to to previous years? And is that how important is that aspect of of maturity? You know, I think Josh, like most young players, has you know, gotten better every year. Um, as you would expect, players go from year one to year two to year three, and you just see they have a better understanding of their system they have a better understanding of you know defenses and what's going on on the other side of the ball they have a better understanding of matchups um what what they can do and what they can't do and so you know that experience is beneficial to you know every player um, certainly quarterbacks but i mean you could say that about really every every spot so um you know he's improved in all those areas do you find that generally players come in, and obviously each position is different, but they have that playmaking ability and you have to instill in them um, the decision-making piece and, and keeping things simple, or does it wor- work at times in a vice versa fashion? Yeah, I, I think each player, especially at that position, I think each player is a little bit different and you know, not, not every quarterback looks at the game the same way. Um, Sometimes it's what they've been taught. Sometimes uh, it could be just their instinctiveness. Um, you know, so sometimes you can change that or maybe alter its course a little bit based on your system and, you know, your thinking and so forth. But, you know, a lot of, a lot of that for a quarterback is that's the way they play quarterback. And so... Until you actually work with somebody, I, I really wouldn't be able to answer that question. But I, I do think that guys, you know, see the game differently, which is fine. You know, it's not, it's not a problem. Um, but, you know, what they look for, what they're trained to do, what their instincts tell them, uh, what they're comfortable with, what they're not comfortable with, varies quite a bit from player to player. So I think as you work with a player, you, you learn that, you understand it, and you – uh, make you know some type of accommodations if he's, he's your starting quarterback. You make some type of accommodations to you know play to his strengths or 
you know, maybe try to, you know, work with them on things that, you know, you want done a little bit differently, but that's again, very individualized. Thanks, Bill. You're welcome. Uh, good morning, Bill. Um, there were reports uh, yesterday, maybe that Julian Edelman had a recent procedure on his knee and is going to be out for a little bit. Just, um, I guess, are you concerned about uh, the offense without Julian Edelman, and do you have any sort of time frame for when he's going to be returning? Um, yeah, I mean, we'll see how the return goes. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't think this is. I don't think this. Uh, is um, a season-ending situation, um, but we'll see. I'm not a doctor. We'll we'll see how it goes here. Hopefully, he'll be back. I know he, you know, has worked awfully hard, and you know nobody's more competitive than Julian is. So you know he'll do everything he can to be back out there. We'll just take it day by day and uh, the process, and you know see how it goes. So um, you know whatever whatever opportunity that provides for somebody else, then. Uh, whoever that provides it for, then hopefully that that player can take advantage of that opportunity and um, it'll be productive. So we'll I just have to see how that goes. Is uh, is the hope that by getting it done now, potentially he could come back towards the end of the season and be full strength? Like, was it better to get it done sooner than later, or something like that? Uh, yeah, I mean, you know. Um, it, that'd be, you know, that's really a medical um, question, Ben, that I don't feel qualified to answer. I mean, it's, I think medically with the player in consultation with the player and the medical staff, we always try to do what's best. The player always tries to do what's best. And so whatever decisions are made are made with those intentions. So that's, you know, whatever it ends up being, it ends up being, that's, I don't think we can control that. We'll see how it goes, and you know, hopefully he'll have a good, good recovery and um, and be back better than where he was before the surgery. That's uh, that's the whole point of doing the surgery is that the situation will improve. So hopefully it'll improve. And, and did you notice that he was really just trying to grind through this injury? I mean, uh, obviously his snaps were a little bit down, but was he working hard and really trying to to play through this? Yeah, Julian always worked hard. I mean, he worked hard from the start of training camp. Um, and, you know, it's there's been a process of, you know, his acclimation, reacclimation period, uh, like there is for everybody. And, you know, the decision was just made at this point to um, take the steps that we've taken. So, yeah, there's no question about his work ethic, though. That's not, I mean, no. Pretty, pretty strong. Sure. All right. Thanks a lot, Bill. Okay. Two final questions. Bill Perry and Harrison. Hey, Bill. Sorry about that connection issue earlier. I, I, I wanted to ask you uh, because you have spoken to us in the past when you've talked about building your team, about how you know the focus for you and for Nick is is to focus on the here and now and, and making your team competitive this year but you also have to understand that you're going to feel the team next year the year after that so i'm curious if with the deadline sort of around the corner here for trades if the outcome of this game sunday for you guys would would shift that focus 
at all for you? Yeah, I don't think so. I mean, ultimately, any decision we make would be to do what's in the best interest of the team. And you've already covered um, all the things that would be taken into consideration. So whatever whatever it was, we'd take them into consideration and in the end, do what's best for the team. Whatever that is, I don't know. So, I mean, there's no, there's nothing specific here that that you've asked about and there's nothing specific that I'm talking about because there, you know, there's anything that falls into that category. But if there were, that's what it would be. Do you feel, you mentioned earlier this week that, you know, Nick is sort of the one handling any, any conversations with, with other clubs right now. Do you feel as though you have sort of a, an approach in mind already even though the de you know the deadline is four or five days away here, uh, in terms of what you would like to to do for your team. No, not I mean, no, I really don't. If there's something to talk about, then we would talk about it. If there's not something to talk about, then there's not something to talk about. So. And last question will be Tara Sullivan. Hi, Bill. Um, we had, just in listening to Cam this week and yesterday, he spoke with us. It's clear how much responsibility he's putting on his own shoulders and how much, um, you know, responsibility he wants to take in, in just playing better, you know, and, and sort of doing a lot. And on its face, that's such a good thing. I mean, he's saying he wants to play better. But is there any I guess I'm just wondering if there's any risk in that if you just speak to him at all about, you know, not too much pressure you guys obviously have injury concerns on the offense like I don't know I guess I'm just asking how you feel Cam is right now physically and mentally as he seems to be putting so much pressure on himself to improve um yeah I mean look I think that's a, a great question but it, this the answer I think is the same for all of us I mean we all we all put pressure on ourselves we all want to do better none of us are happy with the results um, that we've had recently and you know we we want to we want to do something to change that and so individually if each of us can do a little more do a better job um, be more productive then you know cumulatively that's gonna you know help our team and but uh, somebody that wants to you know improve and address an area that uh, hasn't been as productive or you want to be more productive than what it's been in the past, I think is a good thing. I mean, we're all doing that. You know, it's, I know the coaching staff is doing it. I'm doing it. And I know our players are doing it. And honestly, I think that's what we should be doing. So we should be trying to improve, put more into it, find a way to be more productive. I mean, that's, that's our job. So I think he's, I think Cam's definitely doing that. And, you know, hopefully we'll, we'll all be able to improve and have better, better results. If, if I could follow Phil's question, and I, I'm not being glib at all here, Bill, I think the question is, if you guys lose this weekend, are you automatic sellers at the trade deadline? I think that's what everybody's wondering and kind of the talk radio fodder. And maybe it's not something you entertain, but that I think is, is the question.
Yeah. Well, I, I guess I'll just put it nicely and, and pass on the opportunity to get involved in talk radio. That's really a, you know, a, a tough one for me to say no to, but I, I'm just going to say no to talk radio questions. Thank you. Thanks for asking. Thanks. I appreciate the opportunity to get involved. Thank you, Coach. Thanks, everyone.